Come with me. Precious. Excuse me? Nurse say I'm HIV positive. I ain't got nothing to write today. My baby, he alright. I just gotta stop breastfeeding him. Remember you once told me you never got to tell your story. Right. Fuck you. You don't know nothing that I've been through. I ain't never had no boyfriend. My daddy said he gonna marry me. How he gonna do that when fucking me illegal? Right. I'm tired, Miss Rain. It's not for yourself. It's for the people who love you. Nobody loves people me. People do love you, precious. Please don't lie to me, Miss Rain. Love ain't done nothing for me. Love beat me, raped me, call me an animal, make me feel worthless, make me sick. That wasn't love, precious. Your baby loves you. I love you. Right. Oh wait, no. <laughs> you don't snap. Is, is it just so after beautiful. like? Can we Poetry. do that after? Okay, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, same vibe. <laughs> yes, precious. We speak your name. But no, that scene was like uh, that whole movie. It was just a bit much. I remember watching it. I was at this internship, and all of us um, in the internship decided to watch Precious and eat wings that night. Homemade wings. Child, I was a wreck Homemade. For, I was a wreck for days. I was back at my desk the next day talking about some poor precious. Let's get back to these um, homemade wings. Did yes, y'all like deep you know fry I actually them? made them. Who? Me. How did you in the oven or on top? So stove? it was like a little bit of both, you know, fry on the top, then bake, then, you know. Because did you drizzle something on it? Is that why uh, you had yeah, to bake it? Yes. The hot sauce? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know I'm a little homemaker. Always have been making the home. You out here trying to find a husband. Live your life. You ain't missing out on nothing. Live your life. He will come. Who? The husband. Which one? Whose? <laughs> Yours. Oh. <laughs> Whose was he before? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's that's foul. <laughs> trying, to put, trying to put good energy out there. Just so that way you can, you know. Yes. But um, one thing I, I remember, you know, that scene was also like emotional because then, before then, and even now, is so many little precious out here in the world. Mm, or precious, precious, shy. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, plural. <laughs> many. Like precious is. Yeah. That just completely Pre-shy. took away all the feelings. Like but it. that makes it sound like it's like a a molecule or like a precious. But it's, <laughs> but no, for real, it's like, in the, especially in the hood, I remember a few episodes back, mm-hmm. I remember talking about walking Tristan and this mom talking to her daughter who had to be no more than two, um, calling her stupid, calling her a dumb bitch. Mm. It's, I, I was heartbroken. I was just like walking by, trying not to like stop and look at her and shake my head, but I, I did a couple times. Yeah. Um, I just felt bad for that little girl. It's really jacked up. And like when you think about it, we're so super fortunate to kind of live in the families that we live in. Yeah. Because no matter how dysfunctional a family may be, like we can say that we've walked away not being called like a dummy bitch by our parents. And yeah. you know, how many people do experience that? It's messed up. J. Cole said, no situation better than the one you have. Yeah. Stop wishing for all this 
stuff that you see on Instagram and TV. Mm-hmm. What's up? Welcome to another Hi week guys. of hung up shenanigans. Welcome, where you may feel <laughs> worthless that nobody loves you, or you may feel like a dumb bitch. Isn't that what she said? It's like you a dummy bitch. You may feel like one. I know sometimes I do, but we'll never hang up on you. I am P Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am P R Y A N. And you? I'm Eric. <laughs> Glad to be here another week. Happy to be here. Blessed. <laughs> Highly favored. No, uh, you guys know who it is. It's me. That boy. is so. You sound like a fuck nigga. Like, <laughs> you know who it is. Like, no, we don't. Couple <laughs> who this one. It's me, it's Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E Dante Cole. Yes, you can find us both at the Hunger Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D. Wait, isn't it two P's? H U N G U P P O D? That's what I said. I don't think so. Run back the tape, okay? <laughs> Run it back. Show me receipts. We're gonna, we're gonna discuss this at the reunion session. Whitney said, show me receipts. Show me the receipts. Somebody said, I spent that much money on cocaine. I want a tax return. Nene Leak said, pull up OK Magazine. This is there. He did a report in April. And I did a report two minutes ago. That said Are they still, like, printing? OK Magazine? I'm just curious because they've been around for a while. And I'm just wondering if they're still out here in these streets like I guess it's good to warn the people. This episode is brought to you by um, some cheap E&J apple with a splash of Simply Cranberry. (laughs) It really is. Yes. That's what's up. And where can they email us, Eric? You guys can email us at hunguppod at gmail.com. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. Any of you. Somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know you alive. Check we getting J HUD out here. Are you right. out there? Where, Where you, you at? <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> no, you guys are interacting with us. Just um, not through the email. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is it not working? <laughs> <laughs> no, we appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. We really do. And hearing from you really is just really seriously to interact with you. That's really what it is. Yeah. <sighs> appreciate the time. You guys take out every week to tune in. Trying to give you a little something every week, you know? I don't know what you're going through with this has to end. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, what'd you call it? Cheap ass E&J. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're running budget. This shit is good, though, with the cranberry juice. And listen, you got these big ass ice cubes that you made my, my refrigerator so, was just for like, the record, okay, wait a no, minute. No, 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 no. Okay? Because <laughs> we're going we're gonna to hear this out. I love a good cubed ice. Apparently, Eric likes crushed or mm-hmm. non-existent. <laughs> what is, what's going on? Okay. It's, it is crushed. First of all, cubed ice lasts longer. You put a little crushed ice in there, it's going to disappear. Not, so you put enough crushed ice in your glass why or you cup. Want, why do you want your ice It crushed? bonds together, and it's really like this massive, now, big piece of crushed it's ice trash. in your glass. It's trash ice. <laughs> okay. Cubed ice is the way to go. And your refrigerator works well with the cubed ice. No. Hallelujah. It, it was just like, wait, and it threw up all this water. It was like this puddle of water in the middle of my Eric? kitchen. And I'm like, it's Patrick, just a little rough. It's what okay. is this? 
Because I don't wear my shoes in my house. I always walk around with socks on. So I always have socks on. Sliding. I'm about to get my socks wet. And I'm like, what is this? I'm sorry. That's the way. I hate that. Don't you? When you just, you know, fresh socks, shower, you good. And you step in something. And one of them is wet now. So now I got to take both of them off. Hmm? You came on the show to talk about wet socks? Or lack thereof. Because I had to clean that shit up. With a bounty. Do I? Are they? No, they're not bounty. They're something. Okay, you better have bounty. Eric got money, y'all. No, I, I do like to buy the better quality paper towels because you buy that cheap shit and you end up using three anyway because they don't soak up. You end up using three. <laughs> Whatever gets soaked up gets soaked up. <laughs> and the rest, <laughs> and and the rest will be there. <laughs> the so if I use your paper towels, my It wasn't God's will, will for everything to get soaked up anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I love how you reminded people last week that God flipped that table over. Was that last week or Jesus? He flipped the table over. Was that last week or the week before? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <sighs> What's up? I guess we kind of already... No, we... Um, did we start to check in or no? No, we, we just been we were just bantering. We socks and paper towels, like yeah. two aunties. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> What's up? How you been? I've been good. Um... Um, I'm good because I'm here. I'm happy to be alive. Happy mm. to be in the land of the living. I'm happy that you're alive as well. Yeah. I... <laughs> but I wanted to like talk about something, and this is such a segue because we like you know started the episode off in trash. We'll probably end in trash. But you know, there's always a little time for, for like, sure. just a little positive spiritual check in. Always. And so I was. I first want to, I guess, like start my check in off by definitely like sending out my heart and positive vibes to those in Houston currently. Um, yes. I had some oh friends, God, or yes. a friend who, one of my closest friends actually, um, has family in Houston, is from Houston. Um, luckily her family's okay, but I know that there are a lot of families who aren't okay currently. Yeah. Um, but just looking at that situation in Houston, there's also some like lesser publicized situations going on currently in, excuse me, in Sierra Leone. And... Um, India and Bangladesh. Well, isn't Bangladesh in India? Geography, child. Bear I think me. it is. But all up and through there. And, you know, situations involving, like, landslides, hurricanes, this, that, and the other. And low-key, like, all this week, I'm just like, yo, God is really coming soon. Mm. Like, this is like a real... I tweeted that. I was like, listen, what people have been saying, mm -hmm. the old heads telling us we living in our last days, that it, shit is real. It's right. It's not just our last days. It's the whole earth last days. And it's just like... He is really, like, soon to come. And I know, like, this podcast is all sorts of, like, ratchetry and fun times and laughs. But a part of, it can only speak for myself, like, my identity, and I'm sure yours too, Eric, because, you know, we have little talks like this, is just our spiritual walk. And I'm really not here to ever be like, y'all, get right. You know what I mean? I see so many tweets sometimes, like, you see all this happening? You better get, get your, your house in right. order. Yeah, all that. I think it's kind of pointless to say all that but not give people the tools to to do so. True. Um, but I can say for myself, um, <clears throat> I've just been studying more. And not only like with the natural things happening, but you see, um, you read verses like there will come a presence that looks like a lamb, um, but very much talks like a dragon, right? So presents mm. to be a, a follower of Christ, um, but speaks nothing but the devil. 
right? And if yeah. you have discernment, you can discern through it. And yeah, I think it might be, you know, as blatant as Donald Trump, right? Like pushing for the alt-right conservatives or what have you and literally speaking nothing but hate. But I think sometimes too, we have to kind of, the reason people say be on guard is because I think either something is Come coming on. or something is present that we don't pick up is really the voice of the enemy, Preach but is really dressed like a positive religious force Absolutely. that we buy into, right? Absolutely. Because if you read Revelation, like there is a deception that will occur. Yeah. And a lot of us will be deceived because we think it's holiness, we think it's right, but it ain't nothing aligned with what God says. And yeah. so I don't know, I'm I really just started taking just like a stock of like my personal walk. And y'all already know me. I put my business out here way too much. And the business I'm about to put out even after this um, will show you that like I definitely don't have it all together, right? Like, I don't have all the answers. What I do know is that God is literally about to bust the clouds. And uh, I don't know. I I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you to pry into a certain religion. I do not believe only one religion is going to make it into heaven. I don't believe one type of person is going to make it into heaven. But I do want to encourage those listening to build a relationship. If, if that's what you feel you need to do. If there's a voice that you've been ignoring that's like, you know, maybe I should pray a little or maybe I should not even, you know, because we think prayer is like some ritual type thing. Maybe if it's just like I need to get on my knees and just start talking. Mm-hmm. Do so. I know Be- that's right. I just. I like that one. Just do so and see what comes back. See if a voice comes back you know, immediately or days later or months later, see if you find something back and see if there's a relationship that you can build spiritually. Because I do believe that there is also going to be a time of testing very much on the way where we have to know what we believe, believe what we believe and stand firm in that. And the people you hang out with at church can't help, won't be able to help you. (laughs) Family members, you won't be able to rest on. Like you literally have to know your spiritual life for yourself. And I hope this doesn't come off super preachy. I hope this doesn't come off super churchy because, you know, that ain't my ministry. Like, I'm, I really was not put on this earth to preach. But I was here a word for me. to live my truth yeah. and to let people know that this is something that I'm just processing right now and going through and um, just <clears throat> really trying to, to understand for myself because I realize there is something in the balance. And even if you don't have a word or a word or a set of words for yes. it, there is something that's so important going on. that we take the time to pay attention to those nuances mm-hmm. because it could really make or break your experience. And sometimes it's scary, right? Like you you think about like, oh, you know, there is something spiritual happening, but I'm like I'm still like in a process of just like figuring that spiritual thing out, but you know, he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on him. Luke 12, it, it really breaks down kind of what's going on in this space. Sometimes we get so sidetracked, you know, from our spiritual walk because we're worried about what'll happen tomorrow. We're worried about what we're going to eat, how much money we're going to make, what we're going to wear, this, that, and the other. And it's just like, you know, consider the lilies of the field. They don't sow, they don't toil, but yet. They're one of the most beautiful things, you know, consider the birds. They don't work, but yet they have their food every single day. The distractions that pre- that come up against us kind of pull us away from this walk. So I, I don't know. I'm just, 
I'm just figuring it all out and I'm yeah. just trying to, you know, get in tune and to understand and to really just like put my spiritual walk first. That said, because if you don't do it for yourself, I mean, yeah. Why I can't imagine going through this entire journey, especially a spiritual one that takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, mm-hmm. um, a lot of devotion. Um, and you're, you know, doing it because of a friend or someone that's in the church. You know what I mean? Like, I think well, it's really important. That I don't even think sometimes we do it because of people in the church, but I think our walk definitely gets influenced by people in the church. Right. 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 And we've talked about this. Right. Like, right. I, I've even seen some of my peers who I've grown up with in the church completely leave because of people inside. And even that, I'm just like, now is not the time to be caught up in how people feel. And like, even when... I, I love having conversations about religion and spirituality with people and, you know, from the I perspective... I can tell. Hmm? <laughs> Say it again? <laughs> what you say? I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> but, like, even coming from the perspective of a black gay male, like, there are so many things that I want to unpack and, like, there are so many things that, like, both straight and gay people will look at me sideways like wait, what? Are you really saying this? And it's like, yeah, I am. Because a part of me, like, not a part of me, full of me, is all about living truth, is all about living Bible truth. Like, just... And I think the realest part of that is that that you're acknowledging that it's not going to always be perfect. And you recognize you're human, you know, and your walk will not be perfect, but it's going to be true to who you are. And... It's about fulfilling your spiritual yeah. path and your needs yeah. and making that connection with God stronger. So you're right. I mean, this is something that we kind of touch on every week. Mm-hmm. We're both on this spiritual journey. So it'll be, it'll be cool to continue this uh, conversation, kind of check in to see where we are. We would love to hear from you guys um, listening your spiritual journey if you're on one or if you want to talk about one you had in the past or if you had one and then you stopped it (laughs) why you stopped it because I'm one of those people I grew up in the church I was always at church and then I separated from the church Mm -hmm. um you know for some of the reasons that you mentioned yeah so I will say if you decide to pursue a relationship with Christ God blessed trinity all of the above, be careful what you tell him and what you give him permission to do. Because I have a broken toe now. <laughs> because, so let me tell you, and this is, I'm trying to make this as short as possible. So I gave God permission back in the day because I know, first of all, you have to know yourself and you have to know the Lord and you have to know what path you're trying to be on, right? I know that I can be a hoe. If given the opportunity to, you know, bust it open, Call me the Amtrak station. Choo-choo. Okay? All the trains. That said, from a young age, I believe I was 12, I told God, listen, on this journey, as I start to feel feelings and have hormones, I'm going to need you to, I give you permission to block what is not for me. Okay? Let's fast forward to this week, 2017, in my 26th year. I was feeling a type of way, aka also known as horny, right? Hormones were raging. And um, I hit up... Is this your check-in? This is my check-in. Okay. I hit up somebody in my hotation, right? Thinking I'm about to hoe out when I go out this week. 
The day that I planned to hook up with this individual, it was also my workout day. I usually work out in the afternoon. It was like my run day. So I was just like, how can I really hook up with this person? I decided to wake up super early before work, before internship, before everything and go running. On top of going running, I decided to take my phone out of my case because my headphones are actually a little glitchy and it's better to like have good quality, like it, I'll have better quality if my phone is not in my case. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running around my neighborhood. Literally the final lap. And mind you, I'm doing all this running because I'm planning to be a hoe at the end of the day. I'm the final lap of my run. Out of nowhere, something trips me. You tell, I don't know what to tell you trip me, because there was nothing outside. There was no elevation in the ground. There was nothing there, this, right? This was like, did you see the last episode of Insecure? Yes. Where that dick pic popped up on the phone and Issa crashed. And Issa crashed, right? <laughs> see, maybe she told the Lord too to block her blessings if it's about to be too much. I literally fell. Not only do I fall, my headphones fly off. My phone flies into the middle of the street. I'm on the ground like looking all crazy. Mind you, this is a good 645 in the morning, right? I get up, my toe is on fire, okay? Not only is my toe on fire, what do you see in front of you? <laughs> the cracked screen. My screen is destroyed from my phone, right? I, my ego is bruised. I'm just like, oh my gosh, what, what did I do, right? So it's fine, I go through my day. My toe literally starts hurting increasingly throughout the day. Even till now, I have a limp. I don't know how I'm going to go throughout this Labor Day weekend. I feel yeah. like my toe is broken. My phone is broken. Did I get any dick that day? <laughs> the young man canceled, Eric. He canceled. So I was like, you know what, Lord? I hear you. And this is a part of my spiritual journey, y'all. He tripped you. Figure, the Lord tricked me and then laughed and said, I got you, bitch. <laughs> I got you. He tripped you and convinced him to come up with other plans. Yeah. And instead and of spending time with this young man, I spent time with the Lord that night. I with, literally read my Bible and was just with like, a toe. you have a sense of humor and I got you, but can you stop making my toe hurt? Because I'm trying to go out this weekend. Like, you know what I mean? He did that. That's all I have to say. <laughs> How was your weekend? Or your you week? So I don't know what I'm even saying. How was your week? <laughs> you were so crazy. I am. By the way, Bangladesh is, I think it's its own country. Oh, shout right out. I know geography. Geography. It's Heck right up. next to India and Burma. It's not too far from Burma and Nepal. But, um, yeah, what's up, P. Ryan? Mitch, I asked you what's up. <laughs> Friday night, I went out to this lounge called Johnny Walker in Friday Chinatown. night, you and your boys went out to eat. Then they hung out, but you came home around three. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. If six of y'all went out, ah, then four of you were really cheap. Yeah, because only two of you had dinner. I found your credit card receipt. Oh, we got to get these notes. It's not right. But it's okay, I'm gonna make it anyway. Pack your bags up and leave. Don't you dare come running back to me. Hey, it's not right. 
but it's okay. okay. Tristan over here got messing up my groove. Go sit down. Damn. I can't do nothing without him. Like, I be in here dancing, laughing, having a good time. Hey, you always got to join me. I love you too, Tristan. Johnny Walker was nice, though. Restaurant or bar? It was, I don't know. It seemed like a couple things was going on. But so like I went a, upstairs. A restaurant. <coughs> Excuse me. Tell me or a rock. Tonight. Um, what'd you say? <laughs> it was, never mind, go ahead. <laughs> it was like a dance floor, a bar, but then there were like these like private rooms. And I was invited to a birthday. Mm-hmm. A, b- a birthday celebration, and she had a room. Of course, I didn't know that at first, so I went to the main floor, waited forever to get a drink, mm-hmm. and ended up opening a tab. Only to find out, like, no, motherfucker, we got our own room back here, so go to the back. The room is, like, lit. It's karaoke, and it's this huge TV Right, and then the room is just like surrounded with speakers, and it was like a wraparound leather sofa with a huge table in the middle, and it was just full of people like twerking, getting their life. Right? Is this in Center City? You said it was in Chinatown. Chinatown. Okay. So everybody turned up. One of my um, friends was there, and my coworker. He 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 was the only guy there. Mm -hmm. So when I got there, he was just like. Because at first I was going to dip out. I wasn't going to stay too long. He was just like, will you stay? So I stayed. <laughs> trap. Trap alert. Huh? Trap alert. Trap alert. Was he trying to trap you? No. Oh, okay. He, he seriously didn't want it. He was the only guy. Oh, okay. At the time. So I stayed. And a few more other guys ended up coming later. So it was all good. Um, the, it was kind of weird, though, because as they were playing the music, the music video would play. But not every song, I guess, they could find a music video to. So they replaced it with all these, like, weird, abstract images of, like, white women and white men doing the most weirdest things, like white, white stuff. Like, walking along a wooden fence on a barn or walking down a wooden ter- terrace or, like, a... You know, walking through a forest and clutching pearls and stroking hair. It was just like So it was weird. very Taylor Swift. Very t- <laughs> Yes. Okay. So, but it was cool, though. I, I, I got my two-step on with my Henny, and I did a little karaoke, and it was cool. Um, I noticed when I left out, everybody was like holding their friends up because everybody was Everyone fucked was up. Okay. But I guess because is it true that Asians and like Koreans they can't drink? I heard that as a no. joke one time. Oh I think Margaret Cho Racism. actually had this joke in one of her stand-up um, shows. She was saying she was like, "Y'all know we can't drink." It's not that they can't drink. I think they metabolize. They metabolize. No, that's the word. Alcohol a little quicker. And so that's why they get kind of like saying you can't well. drink is not in the literal sense, but it's just saying like you can drink, but these are going to be the results. I responded <laughs> I how I responded. I said what I said. Okay. And what you said was some bullshit. How you responded was some bullshit. <laughs> nah, but no, but it was yeah. cool though. Everybody was like holding their friends up and walking them to their cars and to their Uber. So it was cool. I, I jumped in my Uber. Got my ass back to my side of town, came in a house. Let me tell you how. I, I have a tendency of, like, coming in my apartment and not locking my door. 
Oh my gosh, you could get robbed. <laughs> Worse than that, bitch. It's, oh, it's a lot of stuff that could That's Philadelphia. And you know <laughs> right, where you live. Right, right. Home invasions, all kind of stuff going, going on. So that night I did it again. I'm just like, yo. Oops, you did, did it again. again. <laughs> play with my arm. Got what you play with? Game. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. I got a new neighbor. <laughs> that was so random. <laughs> She live right there. And she's probably hearing all this, like, who are these fools next? I actually told her, I was like, so, because we, we, listen, we had a bonding moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked for, like, 20 minutes, and I just kind of got her caught up on some of the stuff that's been going on and stuff that she just needed to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, we kind of connected, and she's, she's really cool. And uh, I did tell her that I record um, Thursday nights. Okay. So she's and I, and I told her about my housewarming that I have coming up. Like, and you know what? I appreciated her because we had an understanding. You saw each other. We saw each other. Yeah. We want to take care of our space, right? And and having this introduction conversation with her, I was sharing. Like I said, I was sharing with her some of the things that I felt like she needed to know. In that sharing that with her, I was just like. We, we came to, like I said, an understanding of this is what we're going to do to take care of our space. We're not going to put trash here. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're going to share with each other, like, if we have a party or something going on, when it's going to happen. We're going to try to keep, and I really like her because she's quiet. She's what? She's quiet. Oh, I thought you said Hawaiian. And I'm quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. No, she's not. She's black. She actually reminds me of sis. She got sis in here. Okay. And she's, like, real cool pre-med student. Cute. Yep, at Penn. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's dope. She's doing her thing. And yeah, man, other than that, I've been riding my bike to work and home. You've been riding your bike to work? Well, actually, I, I don't own a bike yet. I'm going to get one. But now that I'm like 10 minutes from work, I turned in my parking pass because parking at work was $195 a month. Mm-hmm. So there you go, honey. Hashtag. <laughs> Let's get it going. The way this new rent is set up, uh-huh. you know, I had to... Uh, yeah. Make some adjustments. Yeah, shift. So, shift <laughs> to, like Shore shifted Kim's wig. I just had to shift it a little. I shifted yes. just like that wig got shifted. Mm-hmm. I turned the parking pass in and said, "God's gonna help me find a way to get to work because I'm close." So I've biked to work. I've used the train. I'm not really that far walking either. Yes. So, but it was cool. One thing I will say though about my first day riding into work, which was Tuesday. Um. I, th- I was thinking to myself, like, wow, what a great way to start the morning. Walking? No, when I was riding a bike. And I oh. clearly, it was good weather that morning because Wednesday it wasn't. It was raining. But that first morning, Tuesday, it was just beautiful. The birds were chirping. Good morning to you. The Is that little birds bell? are chirping. Is that little bell? Is it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I could be completely wrong. Lil Boo. Good morning to you. I'm Googling it. Well, anyway, I'm mad you sat here and told people all this story about you. You biking to school. Right, right. Your next door neighbor. But you didn't talk about your porny tomorrow. Be- <laughs> Eric is having a party, everybody. Come through. <laughs> well, don't come through because we have Wait, a limited up. dinner menu, okay? And it we is can't be feeding the 5,000 out here. So I will not let you in. So. Yes. 
But no, it's going to be a good time. I I hope I invited everyone that I really wanted to. Listen. It's been a tough two weeks, okay? Yeah, and I'm doing all this shit you're by tired. myself. And it's I'm tired. <laughs> and work has been kicking my ass. So I invited enough people because, like you brought up before we started recording, I have to think about feeding these motherfuckers. Yeah. So, because you know, even if you say put food in the thing, they're gonna bring alcohol. This ain't no church picnic. People are gonna bring alcohol. This ain't no potluck. Okay. <laughs> you probably have we me bring, bring some deviled bottle. eggs and that'll be it. You don't be sitting here eating deviled eggs. We're gonna be hungry as hell, right. but fucked up. <laughs> you will be. Okay. <laughs> but no, you, you gave me the plan B. I'm, I'm gonna do that. Set some money on the, on the side just in case we gotta, you know, do a little order. Yeah, in case I gotta be security. I'm here to secure. You gonna be security at the door? Did you invite any foreign men? (laughs) There'll be some good looking guys there. I'm happy. Yeah, I have some good looking friends. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. (laughs) Hope you invited the right ones. Just kidding. (laughs) You know who you should have invited? Oh my gosh. Bitch, I can't do this with you. (laughs) Because you can't read this when you talk about how you gonna say who in mouth it? You ain't right. Look, one more time. Last time. Last time. Make it count. Make it count. You know what I'm saying? You got a pen? <laughs> and I'm like dying because, and I've told people this, I cannot read I said, oh. I'm going to bleep it out. <laughs> I'm going to bleep it out. Don't worry. I really am going to bleep it out. <laughs> I love this show. Wait. <laughs> You just had to like, bitch, here, here. I was going to say, shit. No, I've, I've declared on a many occasion that I cannot read lips. Oh, well, thanks for telling me. <laughs> so if it's a life or death situation and you're trying to right, mouth I'm like to me, bitch, I'm, I'm Bobby Mouth and I'm like, help, help. help. He's like, what you saying? <laughs> what? Wait, yep, no, I think I can't. Yep, you know, what you want me to yell? We going out? Right. Restaurant? You ain't right. Hookah bar? Rating? <laughs> Who Reviews? can I run to? What, what? Who can I run to? Not Who Eric. Who can I run <laughs> with the, to? With that mouth in. So, what you got for us today? That was a long-ass introduction. We have really been rapping. Well, that's the show. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you in. for tuning in. Talk to you never. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ayo, shout out to um, Both Sides Podcast real quick. Chima and his homegirl, Gloria. They're fun. What was the name of it? Uh, Both Sides Podcast. Okay. Yeah. They're What's cute. They're, they're, Shout out to them. They give a good perspective and they talk a lot of shit. I like them. Nice. Do you know where they're based out of? Uh, based out of? Like, location-wise? Yeah. Philadelphia. Hey. You know, Chima is connected to us through our organization. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to have to do a little He's homework. He's cool people. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. What he needs to do, though, is hook me up with um, one of his friends. He and I say research as in I need. I would like to get to know these people. He's really That's dope, what yeah. I mean, He's not like guy. in a weird creep way. Um, cool kid. Very cool. What was the name of the podcast again? Both Sides Podcast. They're really oh, dope. Right. And at the end of each um, episode, they give like a little taste of a, like, I, want, I don't want to say like African song, but African song. So it's really dope. They've been boosting my... Um, my musical taste. Awesome. So what do you have for us? So tonight, we are going to have a discussion about body image. Ooh. Body. Ooh. My body all over your body, babe. Your body all over your body, babe. 
Gonna fill you up and your ink bowls are over. So I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know why that song was in my spirit. What song is that? That's like Gerald Levert and all them in that group. LS. I'm 26. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what's the name of that group? It was called Body or something. My Body, Your Body, something like that. Anyway. Gerald was fine. Let's start it. I was mean, Gerald, really? Gerald was the like browner one, right? Eddie you said Gerald? Like, yeah. Yeah, Gerald yeah, was Gerald brown. Gerald was fine. Yeah. That, he had that, must, that beard. We that talked beard. about this. Yeah. You told me. With Patty. You were like. We'll get back to that. Because yeah. <laughs> I love me so much. Crushing the hell I out of him. I was Gerald like, what? LL Cool J was no, my cute. first ever no, crush. Cute. Gerald Levert, I was just like, mm. so that showed me that I have a spectrum of men that I love. I love a like chunky bay. I also love a chiseled bay. Yes. And it ties in with body image, right? It does. Look at me being relevant. Very relevant to the conversation. So let's start it off by just talking about how we feel about our bodies. For me personally, <clears throat> I'm really just starting a few years ago embracing my body. Oh, damn. Uh, when I was younger, I was super skinny. And it always like kind of bothered me low-key. Not only because I was like made fun of because of it, but I always just... I remember, like, eating more. Like, I, I remember just always wanting to, like, gain weight. And now that I'm a little bit older, bitch, the weight is, is there. It's coming. It's, it's just like we here. <laughs> um, but I think that one thing I do embrace about my body are, like, I, I, like I love my legs. Mm. So I do admire, you know, myself and my body. Like, I take pride in my body, my skin. I like to take time to sometimes just pay attention to it. Yeah. Oh, there's a mole here. <laughs> yes. Or <laughs> I'll just scrape on my knee and then like reminiscing where it came from. Mm. You know, looking at my feet, like looking, just paying attention to my body. And we actually talked about this a little bit like many episodes ago, just as far as like how often do we stare at ourselves in the mirror? And, like, just take it all in. Yeah. Take it all in. So, again, you know, I'm really starting to, and I, and I have for a while, like, just embrace my body, embrace my skin. There are things that I do want to work on. And I feel like that's common. Like, you hear people say that. They're either working on them yeah. or they're not actively working on them. But a lot of people still do say, yeah, but if I could change anything or if I could do anything or if I could improve anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're also constantly um, assessing ourselves and judging ourselves and that is it can be very like negative we could really beat ourselves up a lot when it comes to self-image so how do you feel about your body do you stare at yourself naked in the mirror uh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you embrace your body you love your body I really do and I mean you know as humans they're all we're conscious, self-conscious about being awkward, right, from day to day. So, of course, there are some times when I feel awkward about my body. But overall, I really feel like I love my body. I think myself, my body and I have gone on a journey in these 26 years. Um, there was a point, I was always like a chunky kid. There was a point in time where I was more than chunky. I was like over 300 pounds. Like, I had a larger than 60 waist. My shirt size was over 6XL. Um, and then... 
I worked and worked and worked to lose weight, and I was, like, so obsessed with losing weight that, like, I was wearing, like, I was over six feet and wearing, like, a medium shirt and, like, a 32 waist, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a space where um, I'm not super thin, I'm not super fat, but I'm healthy. I can run eight miles with the best of them, right, and endure. I, I do half marathons. I go and lift weights consistently, and I find myself, you know, being a little chunkier, mm-hmm. but it feels good because I know that I'm healthy, I eat well, all of that. I do have um, something called gynecomastia, um, which is essentially man titties, right? Um, and I think it's taken me 26 years to really, like, embrace them. I think it bothers more people. Like, as I've become comfortable with my body, I realize it that it bothers other people, other people more. Comfortable. more yeah. Right? Yeah. So I will post pictures on the Instagram with, like, cleavage showing and, you know, have this be a part of me. Because the way gynecomastia works, like, it's not that you're not working out your chest. Because when I tell you I bench press, I do. It is kind of just like a shift in hormones where, you know, you're chest, your breast, whatever, just happen to be larger. And it can only be changed if you take like a pill of some sort or if you have surgery. So I'm not about to sit here and do that because I'm okay with the way that I look. Other people may not be. I've had comments like, oh, do you want to go to the gym? I can teach you some chest exercise. And I'm like, I didn't inquire of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. <clears throat> people ask me like, how do you feel? Like, do you, you know, think that you have titties? And I'm like, not necessarily, but I do have a chest here that is shaped differently. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so I think my comfort... And the thing about it is, is like we all have breasts. Like yeah, men we do. Get, can get With sensitive cancer. nipples, right? Yeah. And so it's just like... I think my comfort, though, just like my comfort with a lot of things about me, make other people uncomfortable. But that really has nothing to do with me. It's to answer real. your question, I love my body. Could my stomach be a little flat? You know, to kind of get things a little snatched. Flat, flat, Absolutely. Hey. But I'm out here doing these crunches, so we're going to just... Agua. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're just going to ask God for the, you know, for the increase. He's going to snatch this way soon. That's okay? interesting. When we were younger, our stories were kind of opposite. I'm trying to gain weight, and you were trying to, to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, folks. Like, I'm still, and the folks that know me, I'm still super skinny. Yeah. But I'm definitely more, I feel like I've filled in. Like, I'm a good, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good. And what, like, also makes me so, like, makes me laugh in a way is the fact that I realize, I look at my journey, and I'm just like, I was so obsessed with looking a certain way, right? With fitting into Abercrombie and Fitch and mm-hmm. Hollister and this, that, and the other and, like, looking like I'm small and slender and skinny. But now that I'm 26, you know, these thighs and this behind, A1, okay? <laughs> you know, even the chest. I realize that for the demographic I'm going after, when it comes down to the get-down, they're not complaining. Like, I will say that all the guys that I've hooked up with, the first thing they run to is the chest, or the first thing they want to grab is my ass. And I'm just like, these things that caused me shame when I was younger are the things that are pulling you niggas right now, so... That's probably what it is, or part of it is, is you know, people shaming you or, you know, trying to come at you in a negative way when really they low-key want you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's really a self-hate, mm-hmm. and they're projecting that right. onto you. And so if they hate themselves and they hate you, why would you make room to hate yourself. You know what I mean? Embrace it, love it. I will say, though, I'm not saying that being heavier or whatever is healthy. 
I think the goal is to be healthy, yeah. but understand that healthy doesn't have one shape. Right, you know and it's I mean? definitely not supermodel skinny. Yeah, it's not supermodel skinny because sometimes that because that shit is unhealthy. not healthy. Right, and they don't look healthy. Right. I'm worried. But if you can well, I'm not. last with your cardio, if you lift and you know how many times a day you go, or how many times in the week you go to the gym, and how long you can run, and the fact that you, you know, for I'm just talking about myself, I post these pictures of me really busting out 13.1 miles in a run for a half marathon. Like, why would I ever hate how my body looks after that? You know what it's I mean? a it's an ongoing process, like we talked about with the spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And, and when does it to, ever end? Yeah, you isn't know, it back it to getting your spirit right? I'm sorry. Isn't it all, doesn't it all come back to getting your spirit right? It does because it's like you're working out, but you're working all these muscles, including your brain, mm-hmm. including your body, including your heart, including your lungs. And I believe that all this stuff has everything. It's all connected. It is. I mean, I, I, I can't explain it. I don't know the term for it, but all that shit is connected. You can be right outside. And if, if you're, you're nurturing right your inside. body and taking care of your temple the mm-hmm. way that you are, you know what I mean? The way that we are and doing the right thing and being a positive person, like Whitney said, I can handle that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say what Whitney said because all I think about is I beat bitches up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did she say after that? She's like, I don't fight. Oh, I, I beat don't fight. Up. I beat bitches up. <laughs> like, okay, Whitney. You know, in thinking about this topic, one thing that came to my mind almost immediately were not able-bodied individuals. Mm. We have this whole community out here that I feel is being left out of the conversation a lot of times when we talk about this. We have brothers and sisters, white, black, Korean, all of that, that don't have an arm or don't have a leg, or maybe they just... I don't know what the what the um, what it's called, but some people don't have any legs, um, and you know we all know that we all need connection. So, what about those people? Yeah, so I think for our handicapable brothers and sisters, um, I don't know. I kind of don't feel like they're left out, right? And the reason I say this is I don't want to like position them to be like a fetish but I think there are a lot of handicapped people who not only find love but find physical satisfaction I think the saying is true there is somebody out there for everybody Mm -hmm. and although it may not be publicized like I don't think it's covered in media that there is possibility for romantic relationships for people who are handicapped except if you like look at Glee or whatever like with the guy who's in the wheelchair Mm -hmm. Um, even though it's not really broadly publicized I do think that those with handicaps do have a chance at sexual um, and romantic, et cetera, satisfaction. Like, not to do much of, like, my educational experience out there. Um, I had completed a certification for, like, sexual health and education. And in one of those, um, one of the lessons that we learned, it was, like, all about, like, handicapped, romantic, and sexual lives. And while it may be difficult to maneuver or like not difficult but like different to maneuver like a romantic or sexual space with somebody right. who's handicapped like we watched like, this two two and a half hour video of how people do thrive in those spaces despite their handicap so yeah yeah it's possible yeah it's possible and it's happening mm-hmm. like i'm sure I'm, I'm sure that it's happening and um i know there's like different tv shows on TV that are showing the lives of, you know, you know, 
members of our community that, like you said, it's a little different approach to life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's necessary to call any one thing out um, because, listen, we're all we're, we're all the same. Like, could you date someone handicapped? I think it's. Uh, Sorry, what kind of handicap? Well, yeah, let me not like qualify because then I'm like now like putting different types of handicaps on like yeah some type of and I don't want to yeah. do that. Um, I'll just say that. Yes, I would certainly entertain like having a companionship. It would depend on my comfort level, though. But for me, that's no different than a nigga that's walking well, able-bodied, and right. you know, and got two arms, is, two legs, and I may not want him. Like it, yeah. I think it really just kind of depends change, on the connection. Right? So like you could be with somebody who's very much able-bodied, but then like they get caught up in an accident, and next thing you know, they are handicapped, and you have to kind of again word of the day shift yeah your shift life that a wig. little bit yeah you know yeah shift the wig on. hashtag shift the wig hung up high <laughs> <laughs> and also hashtag Eric got money don't forget D and don't he leaves his door open do y'all better come through where you live <laughs> <laughs> you know a part of me and like going back to my experience like growing up and being like the skinny guy and even now like I'm still I'm like very I'm toned because I'm a part-time athlete. You better be. So, <laughs> but low-key, I wanted Lawrence from Insecure to stay skinny to represent... Is he not still? No, he's been working out and getting all pumped up and sexy, which is awesome. I will not take that away from him. Uh -huh. We love it. We we love watching you. Fuck, um, what's her name? Who? Tasha? It, Tasha. He not fucking Tasha no more. She's well, like, no you're more, a right. fuck nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she sounded just like me. And that's like, just you know like what me. you are? A and you were like, mm hmm, girl. I was like, yes, he is, Tasha. That's what I said, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I low key wished he stayed skinny just to kind of represent for the average type guy, or not even the average type guy, like, because we're, what is that? You know what I mean? Whatever. So represent for the guys who just don't fit that plastic ass LA, you know what I mean? Chiseled abs muscle-bound look that we're constantly seeing um, being portrayed, um, of course, in social media. You can't really control that because it's people in their lives. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, at marketing, um, not just in the black gay community, but just in general, I think we're often fed these images that don't necessarily represent the people who are either potentially going to be and you know, yeah. impacted by whatever this is, mm -hmm. or maybe you know, maybe want to purchase a product. It's just like, are we really representing our community? And I think we do in instances like I have seen representations of black and brown people. Um, but I think more times than ever, you know, TV, social media kind of misleads and misdirects. Yeah, or it shows you a dichotomy of body. Right? So it's yeah. either you are um, this kind of superhero type physique mm -hmm. where you're really fit, really in shape, or really thin, or you are really big, and that's supposed to be groundbreaking, right? Mm -hmm. But there's no really... In when you say big, you mean like, Just like bear big? So, for example, I'm thinking like Ashley Graham, like she's like a gorgeous plus-size model. Okay. She's kind of a part of the, like that okay. extreme, right? You're either like 
completely large or you're like really small. There doesn't really seem to be much variation in between, but it may take a long time. But I say, if you don't see it represented, why not use your platform, no matter how big or how small, to create that representation? Come on now. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, you know, and I guess this kind of touches even on our like black, gay, and Greek episode, right? We talked about social media. We talked about some of the struggles that we have being in an organization and the representation. But from like a body standpoint, you look at like my Instagram and I think about the pictures that I post and how, you know, you have a little mesh, you have a little nipple, you have a little ass, you have a little this, that, and the other. I want to see that among some black gay men. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. see some men not being afraid to be embracing softer, themselves, not being afraid to be both big and soft or not being afraid to be big and move through soft and hard type of presentations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yet you don't see that. You see these very like one like kind of like streamlined which isn't real i don't think that represents who we really are i believe that we are very multifaceted i think i think we are capable of kind of being in the middle Mm -hmm. of that shade from hard and soft Soft, and all of that in the middle but a lot of people may not feel comfortable presenting that and what do you think is the blame for that oh i don't um (laughs) Society, society's to blame for everything, right? And some of, like, I I think, like I was saying, you know, just some of the, it's over time we've been getting the wrong messages constantly reinforced Mm -hmm. in whichever way that they are, um, that this European-like look is what's more acceptable. Yeah, but but because you don't see what you'd like to see, I just say create what you want to see and put it out there. Yeah. People will either hate it or they'll love it, but at least you did it. You know what I mean? At least you're not sitting back and saying, oh, I I keep wishing. I wish, I wish, I wish. No, create. Create, produce. Let the feedback come as it may. And it's nice to see, and I and I really feel that, especially as black people, we've been doing that for a long time. time. We are the trendsetters. Right. We created peanut butter. Yeah, so... But it's nice to see that we're seeing this more, especially on social media, because we're using, like you said, our own platforms to push this out. Mm -hmm. It is nice to see us embracing like things like our hair. I really like this whole natural hair movement mm-hmm. that has been going on where we're embracing our hair. Um, and shout out to Solange. Oh, love you. Because she, you know, I think her album was definitely a reminder, you know, embrace who you are. And not just look at yourself in the mirror. Part of who you are. All of, who All you of are. it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, J. Cole, ain't no situation better than one you have. That means you are the best who you are. You can work to be the best version of you. Mm-hmm. you know, you can improve on. Do you think that... What about technology? And I don't want to get too much into it because we've already talked about social media and dating apps and things like that. But do you... I, I kind of feel like we connect differently, um, especially this newer generation. Mm-hmm. Um, our parents and the generation before our parents um, would probably agree that things are different. Well, we hear them say it all the time. But more specifically, and, and I think it's very nuanced and, and there's you know, many levels to that. But I think more specifically, I think we connect differently. Um, just as a society. And I think technology does have something to do with that. I think there's a lot of things that 
you know, impacted. But I think technology does have something to do with that and that everyone's, you know, in their phone. Everything is right here at the palm of our, at the palm of our hands now. How does that change how we connect with one, one another? Ooh, well, I would say, well, I can't say with technology per se, but in my opinion, I think the presence of like dating apps, is that what you're kind of getting at? No? No? Let's move on. Why? I honestly don't know why I even had that question there. So what? You can, you can... <laughs> no, we're going to touch on it. No. Okay? <laughs> because, no. I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I <laughs> didn't word it the way that I went, but I no, feel you like worded it's off it topic. Well. No. <laughs> what? You can't. Nah. We're going to stick to the script. Um, okay? I'm like okay. a mother. Like, no, baby, you're going to push through. Okay? okay. <laughs> so, no, I don't know if technology per se, like, you could talk about, like, text messaging and, like, Versus phone and like the presence of FaceTime. I guess I couldn't remember how I was relating yeah. that back to body image. I'm let's sorry. throw that out. But let's talk about like, you know, the dating apps, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a part of technology. And how does it impact the way we communicate today? I think with technology, with the presence of like dating apps and the fact that like you can hook something up with somebody so easily, there's so much access, yet you don't really know the person. I, I think it hinders us from getting to know people until we see them which is kind of like what happened in the past, right? You didn't really know somebody until you met them and spent time with them. But now there's kind of like this buildup. We can look at somebody's Instagram and have this idea of who they are, right? Yeah. I can look up E. Dante Cole and have this I- complete idea of who you are. Then I see you and I act accordingly. And somehow we don't mesh. Is it who Why? I am? No, but that's is what I'm saying. Who, it may it, not be who it, you are, but right. it's who I think you are based it's who on I want your presentation. To right. Think I, right. And so then I react in a way when I see you in person, say if we meet one day, and I'm like, I love your Instagram. And my behavior is now primed to what I think you're going to like based on what I've seen on your what Instagram or what I've yeah. seen on your Jacked or what I've seen on your Grinder. And somehow we don't click, right? Everything is not what it seems, right? right? Isn't that what they say? So I think it kind of muddies how we view each other. It muddies how we react. It, it kind of impacts does. how we react to, pe- to each other and kind of might mess up some relationships. I was going to say it can also build walls mm-hmm. in our interactions because now with dating apps, you can say no fats, no fems. Mm-hmm. Um, only hit me up if you have a chisel six pack. Yeah. This is what I want. And, and so sometimes it's deceiving. Like I will say that my dating app pictures right now, right? Like I have, so I kind of transition between beards and non-beards. Mm-hmm. On my app, I have one picture with a beard where I'm like kind of trade from my like Atlanta adventures, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have one with non-beard, but I'm in the gym, right? And I have all these weights around me and like my thick ass legs. So the I'm, time span... It was a little different, like a couple weeks off, right? And oh, then, okay, and, okay. In another picture, I have no beard. I just have my lips showing. But then I have, like, my upper body showing, so it looks like I'm kind of like, ooh, a hulk. And while I say all this, I feel like I'm catfish. That said, I have a lot of people Not, I'm catfish. in my, like, inbox talking about some, like, oh, I just want you to run through me. Oh, I just want you to, like, take control over me. And I'm like... One, I'm like one of the softest bottoms you will ever meet. Like I, you and know, the soft but aggressive is, for all of the tops out there. But and people, <laughs> and the thing about it is, people would still go for it if you. Yeah. People prefer you to lie if if it pleases them. Yeah. And you could have very well been like, all right, cool, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And <laughs> went over there, put your trade shit on. 
and <laughs> wore their back out, yes. and it would have been a okay. And well, I could not have done that because I am not first. It's not. But, it's not. Gonna but when I see like these bottoms come in my messages, <laughs> I like put LOL and like send it to them. Or I'm just like, what are we gonna do? Bump purses? And they're just like, wait, what? And I'm Bump just like, purses. you can't assume. Yeah, you know when the purse is bumped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with you. What about what about people who are struggling with their self not or okay yeah struggling with their self esteem or like on this journey to like self discovery and trying to how do you keep your sanity while you're on that journey it's hard to avoid social media and we do have people who are on these positive platforms who are preaching great things and sharing their life stories and being positive and being motivators and uplifting. But unfortunately, we know the negative outweighs the positive. Mm -hmm. So how does someone who is on their journey and trying to build up their self-esteem keep their sanity in this world of technology that we live in, in this world of judgment, in this world of plastic everything and fake this and fake that and nothing's real, feed me lies, feed me bullshit, I'll take that over what's real. You know what I mean? You want me to go first or you? Go ahead. Well, how's a person on the journey? How's a person struggling with their with their self their self esteem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all? Are we not? I am. I'm on a journey. Sometimes I wake up and I feel like my stomach's a little too bloated. Sometimes mm-hmm. I wake up and I feel like I look fabulous. We are all on this road called life. We are all figuring it out. We are mm-hmm. all working on accepting ourselves. But it really comes first to self-acceptance. There is always going to be somebody to hate you for something. Mm-hmm. Body-wise or otherwise. Yep. There's always going to be somebody who does not fuck with you. There's always going to be somebody who doesn't rock with what you're putting out. You are really... You have to be your biggest cheerleader. Even if you don't believe it at first, keep cheering for yourself. Because eventually you're going to convince yourself. And then you can convince others. You will never be able to walk with your head held high or to convince other people that you're the shit if you don't buy into that. Right. You really have to be your own Beyonce. That's and it. Yeah, because you got people out here who love her more than they love themselves. Mm-hmm. Love yourself first. I bet Beyonce's her own Beyonce. That's why when Whoopi Goldberg was like, you are Beyonce, what did she say? Thank you. I'm waiting for somebody to be like, you are Patrick. That's why Okay. That's why SZA had the reaction that she had when she did that interview mm-hmm. recently because Beyonce is probably so sure of herself. And I, I truly believe this is not the only person who said Beyonce gives off a right, glow. Right, right, right. And when I say I truly believe she gives off a glow. And you don't she, have to be Beyonce mm-hmm. to give off a glow. You can be she an average warm. person. And you can feel just as warm. You can give off absolutely, that same glow. Absolutely. But you know what separates Beyonce from a lot of people? You can say she's not the best singer. You can say she's not the best dancer. You can say she's not the best actress. She may not be. What makes her the entire package is that she believes that she's the shit. Mm-hmm. And she works hard to make her product, to make whatever she puts out match her belief. We can all do that. And that's why people say you have as many hours in the day as Beyonce. You got to buy into yourself. You yeah. are your own product. If you ain't buying it, what makes me want to? Yeah. No, that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. And you're right. <sighs> Even even some of the most famous people or the most, um, you know, people that we look up to, people that we admire, 
Um, like you said, we all we all have our days. Nobody nobody wakes up every single day feeling at all. On come 10, on, like that's just unrealistic. Um, but I think that there are people who can handle it a little bit better because they've trained themselves. They they know how to pick themselves back up because we do have our days where we fall. But it's about knowing how to pick yourself up and keep going and get back to where where you are. Because those moments are inevitable. And say my pussy pops severely. Yeah, you got to tell yourself mm-hmm. that because you're going to have your days where you feel like shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Or you just don't feel like smiling. So... Absolutely. Well, folks, that wraps up the topic for this week. We did it. (laughs) We got through it. So, what's up? What you got for Hung Pop? Well, first, I don't even know. Afropunk, I just wanted to mention, how awesome was that? I wasn't there. I wasn't there either. (laughs) And I will admit that I'm still, like, I'm really learning more about what Afropunk is. I know that it is a totally cool and rad black experience that's a combination in this huge explosion of music, fashion, art, uh, politics, and sex. So I can't wait to go to... Is it like in one place every year? Is it like an annual thing? Like How, how does this work? No. So it's actually in different cities, including um, in some cities in Europe, if not one. Okay. Paris. Okay. Um, but yeah, dope festival. I see it seems Atlanta. Amazing. I see New York City. Mm-hmm. Philly. All right. So yeah, they do Is travel. Is Paris on the lineup this year too? I'm sorry? Is Paris on the lineup this year as well? I couldn't tell you. I don't see that. Oh, it was last year. Very, very, very cool. Um, just some of the images that I saw online, because I, like I said, we, you know, we, we didn't go, but it was just beautiful looking at all the different natural hairstyles and the jewelry and the rocks um, being incorporated in, in, you know, different ways. Um, just everything. It was just so, like, all the colors, all the different fabrics and, and patterns that people were... Um, painting on their faces, so that shit was lit. Um, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go next yeah. next Buy time. My I'm gonna be coming. there. We're going together, <laughs> me and Eric, and Clay Clay Clay. Me and Eric at Afropunk 2018. Mm-hmm. We gonna be there. What what you got for home pot? What else? So we're gonna start from the craziest and work down. Brandy. <laughs> so remember how I told you Brandy was crazy. Remember how she she's been for a she's while. She's been crazy. She is even crazier. So she really wants us not to think that she's pregnant. So she posted a video, still with this stomach that's huge, saying this with the <laughs> caption: #Hashtag Silly Girl Pregnant My Ass. Damn, can a bitch just could have been bloated yesterday? So Brandy spent her time singing and not going to school for this grammar. I ain't gonna lie, I did look pregnant, but you would think I would have had the baby by now. LOL. So nah, son. Yet, sis, you still look pregnant even though you wore a bigger outfit. Like, yo, she looks like she's about a good four. And I think the issue is she might be embarrassed of the fact that she, you know, got impregnated by Sir the Great, Sir the Sis. Okay. Sir the. I feel like I've heard a little bit about this. Yeah, so this young lady. And apparently he had a full house and home, and she ain't know. A full wife and child, child. And so it was just like, 
So how she's going to play this one off because the baby going to come eventually. Maybe if she'll she's do what pregnant. she usually does and blame Monica. Like Monica <laughs> had two kids, I can have two too. I told her get her fans. <laughs> I told her, get her You fans. know, Brandy, we are praying for you because I'm not going to act here, sit here and act like my first album that I ever received, physical album, wasn't Never Say Never. So, Brandy yo, holds a special place in my heart, but she album. is literally not well. Yo, and what was the other one? Moon? Full Moon? Full Let me moon. tell you something about Full Moon. moon. Yo, can I get a little line? When I walk up in the club, never giving me the eye. <laughs> but yeah like girl Brandy stop playing and if she isn't pregnant for real then she definitely wore a prosthetic on that picture that looked like she was pregnant and so I was just like sis you crazy and if you really were bloated Brandy let me just say this I just hope that you found your way to an enema or something yeah. of that nature because baby you those those turds in that stomach? They were pushing you out, sis, okay? <laughs> I, you know what she looked like? She looked like she could post a picture and in the back you'd hear, in the arms of the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and we need to give you a sandwich. Come on, Sarah McLaughlin, so, where are you, sis? Yes, that was my girl. I used to listen to her a lot. Atlantis Morissette, yes. Joel, all damn. Speaking of people who got thrown off, Phaedra Parks. <laughs> this one. She catches the Holy Ghost at Tasha Cobb's... Um, album release party now did you see the video i saw it all right so we don't have to play it but i she just encourage lying. you that, all that, she just lying yeah go to love b scott or tmz and look at the video of phaedra parks catching the holy ghost and you know when you are a church excuse me a church mother like myself and eric <laughs> you can spot a fake praise and phaedra all i have to say to you is it's that lion that got you kicked off the show. When are you going to stop lying, sis? And if you say something to her about it, her response is going to be, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, we don't want to hear sorry. <laughs> it's too late. God is coming too soon for you to be sorry. Change your ways, Phaedra. With that fan. You saw that fan that she had? She was literally jumping up and down, and then you would see her just like, ooh, child, I'm out of breath. Like, and I feel like when she turned around, she noticed that somebody was recording mm -hmm. her. So she was so, like, let me keep it up. Let me keep up the, the antics and just... Phaedra, you just a liar. So nasty and, and so, so rude. rude. Okay, All I'm right. not changing up over here. Okay? okay, I have nothing else for you today. Goodbye. <laughs> so speaking of a housewife who's actually on the show, Cynthia Bailey. While Peter is off getting a peach, Cynthia is getting a new man. She had to get a man up in that and in that me, lake house. Let me tell you, there are no cobwebs in Lake Bailey. Okay. Not, not a corner, not a crevice. Okay. That has not been Charlotte touched. don't got no webs over there. You hear what I'm saying? Because Miss Cynthia Bailey is linked up with this young man named Will Jones. And if you guys just go ahead and Google Cynthia Bailey, Will Jones, you will see what I'm time. talking about. Mm -hmm. That man is fine. He is. He is really fine. And like, what does he do? It don't matter. Oh, okay. He's doing her. That's what he does. I'm sorry. He does her. I'm being stupid. <sighs> I just, oh He's my fine, goodness. Though. He's Look at his smile. I'm really just speechless. In those eyes. And you know what? Somebody mentioned that, oh, he has one eye. I think a lot of us do. I've seen a couple of my own pictures where I looked a little like. Oh, no, I'm totally cross eyed when I've had too much more. <laughs> like... So I'm not even going to fake the fun. But you know, I think it's true that our face is not exactly the same on both sides. And actually, if it was, we would look very weird. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that ain't the the E and J talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so that's all I have for the hung pop. Shout out to Cynthia. Shout out to Will. If there is a Will Jones lookalike who uh, wants a young chocolate thing, hit us up at hunguppod at gmail.com. And besides that, when you go to church this Sunday, shout like Phaedra. Or Saturday. Because she did look good. <laughs> I give her that. She did look good. Phaedra Saturday. looked great. So, you know, she's keeping her looks up so that she potentially will be on the show. It looks show. like she done kept the weight down. The little waist looks snatched. Hmm? The yeah. little waist looks snatched. Maybe she'll be on um, Hollywood Divas, Atlanta. She needs a check. She needs something. Because she wasn't getting one from being a lawyer, that's for sure. Win a case. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Cynthia, shout out to Cynthia. She's <laughs> exactly. Kinda, she's like... brought the fire, low-key. <sighs> so, time for the music. Yeah, so... Just recently, on the 25th, we had the 16th anniversary of our dear, beloved Aaliyah, the death of Aaliyah, um, that was on the 25th. And then a few days later, on the 29th, Michael Jackson celebrated a birthday. May he rest in peace. So I figured we could take a little trip down memory lane, as you all know we like to do. Yes, back down memory lane. Yes, and talk about some of their most influential music. So, when, like, some of the, for Michael Jackson, some of my favorite songs, and I would say videos, too, would be, like, Remember the Time, They Don't, they don't Really Care About Us, Man in the Mirror, that was one of my really favorite songs, um, one of my really favorite songs, is that, that, don't, that ain't right. It works. Okay. And her song, do you remember that video? So with like so all upset the different like that you mentioned this song because that was gonna be the one that I said was my favorite. Oh well, it could be I your favorite too. I'll let you carry it on now with, with, with Michael Jackson's. So you like Earth song? I love Earth song. It's like beautiful. If any song speaks to me when he starts to do the ha ha hoo Ooh, do yeah. you ever stop to notice? Choir. Ooh. In the back? Ooh. What about us? <laughs> <laughs> I could just see myself in my church room. Just <laughs> yes, love it. Um, what other Michael Jackson songs did you like? Uh, loved "Man in the Mirror." Um, loved from the Invincible, I think it was album. Mm-hmm. Um, you rock my world. Yes, absolutely love that. That was my. Ish, you hear me? Um, you rock my world. You know, I think those three stick out to me the most. Like I know people really go up for Michael Jackson. I'm I was definitely yeah. more of a Prince fan, but I appreciated him for all that he did. He's definitely a phenomenal artist, and those three songs spoke to me. Off the wall will live in infamy forever. 1979, such a great album. Loved it. What about Leah? You're going to hate me. Why? Because you wasn't a fan. Hmm? You wasn't a Leah fan. I didn't say that. Mm Mm-mm. But similar to how I'm not hit to Spike Lee movies, I'm not hit to a lot of black film, Mm -hmm. apart from like a very small number of songs, I don't really know a lot of what Leah put out. From what I heard, I love what she put out. So like the mainstream stuff, like, oh, oh. I've been watching you. I'm a hawk in the sky. And I will you in my brain. But I promise you, if we keep bumping heads, I know that one of these days we gon' hook it up while we talk on the phone. But see, I don't know if that's cool. I've been holding back 
this secret from you. I, I probably shouldn't tell it, but if, if, I, I, if I let this go, you Yes, that was from the Doctor Little, yes, Doctor yes. Doolittle uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, so she and she was she was gorgeous in that music video yes. where they were like in that underground cage. It was cute. And Timberland was in there. What was the music video where she had the snake on her her head, her snake on her? That was Resolution. That was one of my yes. favorite songs. I, like I was going to mention. Well. Yes, I really like that entire album. I think that was self titled. That entire album she was awesome. And that was her last album. So, I also like four-page letter. I'm sending him a four-page letter. Wait, so do I know a lot of Lilia's songs? You do. Because <laughs> she was the shit. Like, oh, I she lied. was the shit. And if she was still here... She'd be <sighs> cute. I feel like she would be like a J-Lo. Can you believe it's been 16... It's, it was a 16... Yeah, 16 I remember years. when they announced the plane crash. That was really sad. <sighs> Devastated. Yeah. But my favorite Aaliyah song, and yeah. maybe it's because I love a good slow, sappy song, Let Me Know... Love. We were jamming to that love, before love, we started love. recording. It literally is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Very sweet song. Um, yeah. Awesome. You remember that? I don't know if you do, but MTV, um, back. I don't know if they still do Diary, but she had one back in 2001, and it was so good. Mm. I feel like that's the closest we ever got to Aaliyah to see, because she was always very quiet, yeah. very much a Capricorn. Very quiet, very low-key, and the only people who really had insight to her life were her closest friends. And we got to see that on Diary, and if you guys haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's really good. You know niggas that have cables to, like, high school. Yeah, well, yeah. I remember, like, the box that sat on top of the TV that you had to kind of, like, tune it before actually turn into the channel that you desired. I remember when Caller ID came out. Really? Yes. I remember that shit. Anyway, Eric so old. I was about to say, there's so many hashtags for you. (laughs) Moving on, we're talking about how old I am. (laughs) As you guys know, you can find me on Spotify. Just search Eric Cole. You'll see my playlist. I have I Dante. I have I Dante R&B. And I also have a cruise control playlist. All of them are public. Check them out, sign in, follow me, let me know what you think. Um, recently, to the I Dante playlist, I added Cash Money by Tyga and No Flag. I'm sorry. Cash Money by Tyga and No Flag by Ty Dollar Sign. I'm like, Tyga, Ty Dollar Sign. Ugh, tongue twisters. Like these rappers' names. Oof. Um, <laughs> No Flag by Ty Dolla Sign and Future. Those are the two um, tracks that I added recently. And they bumping. So check them out, y'all. Yeah. So what you doing this week? You it's hanging up or you hung again. up? Um, I am hung up. I'm hung up on this amazing new show that came out on OWN. It's called Black Love. And I watched it yesterday, so it's pretty fresh in my mind. And it's basically these this couple... Um, who moved pretty quickly in their relationship, basically went around to different celebrity couples and I guess non-celebrity couples as well um, and are doing a series on OWN where they talk about relationships, black relationships, how you met, 
What are some struggles that you had? What's keeping you going? And it's just so beautiful. Viola Davis, the queen, the inventor of acting, is on there. Is Tia, she producing? Or? No, she's on there with her husband talking about how they oh, met. Oh, okay, okay. Tia and Tia Maori and her husband okay. are on there. Megan Good and Devon Franklin are on there. And so when I tell Can you... Can I just drink their bath water? They fine. They fine. So you just gonna ruin my whole moment. You ain't right. <laughs> they <laughs> no, fine. But they are delicious. I would not drink no, their I was, water. Uh, no, I was saying, definitely watching it. And I was just like, y'all, if y'all ever went to threesomes, you know, hey. So, That's all I'm trying to say. You looking at me crazy. I was, I was just joking. Thing. I was just joking. We see each other, Aaron. We see each other. But it was a beautiful series. And like, I That's honestly, it was the first episode just only came out, but I was like tearing up to hear like... My favorite parts were Viola Davis and her husband. She was just like, I was so nervous to even call him because my credit was five something. I knew he was like a football guy, like da 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 da. And like, she talked about how before meeting him, she talked to the Lord and was just like, listen, God, send me a guy with kids. Send me somebody who's an athlete. And literally, that's who she got. And so, not only is what you speak and what you pray for able to come to fruition, but like, I don't know, it just reminded me, that whole show reminded me that black love is so powerful and so beautiful and just makes me so giddy inside, I can't take it. Like, that's awesome. to hear just some of yeah. the stories of how people met and like some of the things, like one of the, one of the questions was how you met. Another question was, um, what made you realize that this person was the one? And just hearing those stories, I'm like, I wonder what my story is going to be like. Like, if I ever get into a relationship that's, you know, long term, like, what's going to, what will be my story when they ask, how did you guys meet? Or like, when did you know this person was the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with? It was so beautiful. I'm obsessed. I can't. I think part of the feeling warm and giddy inside is really because we don't have those spaces in society where we get to talk about black love mm-hmm. and we don't get to express ourselves that way and to hear it is such a blessing and such a, re- a, a reinforcement of wow how I was feeling is actually valid other yeah. people are feeling this too yeah. and we do love and we do connect and we do share and come on now it's yes beautiful. I love that now new couples will be coming on the next couple of episodes um, I saw that in the first episode they had an interracial um, couple mm. and they the woman who was black the guy was white they talked about getting together I really wonder if they're going to have a gay couple on there yeah I was wondering that too because now as you're, you, you've said more about the show I remember seeing a preview mm-hmm. and I thought the same thing like hmm I wonder if they would I'm very interested to see and if they do I would I, really I would appreciate if she shows all the colors of black love yeah. because it isn't just this one thing which Going back to what our topic was about, mm-hmm. you know, nothing is ever just this one thing. You know, there's a lot of area in between. Yeah. So I agree with you. I, I would love to see that. I'm excited, but yeah. kudos to Oprah on all of it. Thank you for having Black Love. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. And yeah. it really made me smile throughout the whole time. I'm like, well, you are now like just gleaming. Yeah, because it just not only does it That's show awesome, you that our relationships are valid, but it just gives you so much hope to know that, like, <sighs> Hope. Out of yes. all of the, the mess that you may go through as far as relationships, there is somebody who, it doesn't matter how the situation works out, yeah. it can work out and it will. Like, Viola came with her mess financially. He came with his mess in relationships. There were other people where the guy was literally like, 
sleeping with everyone and the girl was just like call me when you're ready and like they somehow got together or there was one couple where they literally started off as friends with benefits and we talked about all these things right yeah, yeah. and they wound up being together one person was going through a divorce the other person was going through the divorce they clicked through those divorces like the stories were so diverse and so beautiful i'm so excited i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> like it was i'm gonna have to check that so out. great we can watch it now <laughs> I'm down. That's cool. No, that's cool because I have to do some laundry anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, very cool, very cool. Well, this week I'm hanging up on Jose. Who's that? So this week I'm watching TV, minding my own black ass business, and I think this was like Sunday, and I'm I'm home obviously, and catfish. <laughs> that's why I like chuckled earlier when we. When you mentioned a catfish, because I'm like, child, <laughs> catfish comes on. I'm like, all right, it's been a minute, so let me see what's good. Like, let me, you know, I, I know this show was like kind of cuckoo, kind of crazy. The people that be on here, like, these stories are just like out there. Remember Formel? That was a kid. You say what? Formel. Formel. In the park? It was a mess. In the park? Mm-mm. Those two black gay guys? Who? Oh, I thought I'm, you were talking about It's a catfish about- episode. Yeah, this was a catfish episode, and they ran up on the guy. You know how they always like catch you. Oh no, this was cheaters. My bad. Get out of my. Get out of here. Get off the show. Turn the mic off. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Same thing. White folks just helping us find out who the hell done did us wrong. Mm. Sorry, I got the shows mixed up, but. Let me tell you how Jose was on Catfish because he was being Catfish. But they, what are those two, whoever those two guys are, they're really cool. They wear the Black Lives Matter t-shirts and stuff like that. And yeah, whatever. Neve? But it's cool. Yeah, Neve and oh, something Oh, and his else. lover. Whoever it is. Are they? They're Who's lovers? Oh, they probably are. Um, White men have that privilege. <laughs> they were like, yo, this dude, Jose, looks familiar. Come to find out, Jose was on Catfish last season because he had catfished someone else. So now he's on catfish because somebody catfishing him. So Jose, I'm hanging up on you because karma is real. So they they called homeboy that was apparently catfishing him. It was this fine ass nigga. Name his name was Jay. He was like six four, brown skin, green eyes, Caesar cut, perfect teeth, dressed to the wild. I mean, just like everything was like good, right? And he's like, let me not say he should be shot. Like, Jose, that, Jay was not going to come for you like that. But anyway, because I can't even get a Jay to, come on now. Anyway. <laughs> I'm taking it all in. I'm here. <laughs> they, so they called Jay, got him on the phone. Jay like, nah, listen, I, I meet up with y'all. I meet up. But I ain't doing all that camera shit. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't for all that. So they're like, yeah, of course. Like, we, we, nah, just, we want you two to meet. Guess what they showed up with? Cameras. <laughs> it was nothing but cameras. The sad part to the story, though, homeboy was 20 years old from New York. Apparently, he was, like, using, like, pictures that weren't his. 20 years old. Claimed that he was claimed that he was straight. He was talking about he was in a dark place and created a profile to be someone else for just a few days. And he said, like, things got out of hand with this guy, Jose. Because Jose was, like, really starting to fall for him. So he just completely ghosted Jose. He saw him 
What I thought was kind of crazy is the boy also mentioned that he had seen Jose on Catfish, like I said, because Jose was a cat. He was catfishing somebody a season ago. He was like, yeah, I saw him on Catfish, and I related to him. Yeah, I bet you did. Y'all basically <laughs> pulled the same stuff. Y'all yeah. some catfish. Yeah. Both of y'all out here. Oh, my God. But one of the, I can't think of it. it was, I think it was Neve at the end of the story. He said it best. You don't have to be the victim. And this is what he was saying to um, Jose. Because Jose, was his, his heart was broken. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a word for all of us. Easier said than done. You know what I mean? But that's a word for all of us. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do about it. It's what you do about it and how you react to it. Because let's keep it real. Niggas catfish all the time. Yeah. They've been catfishing, still catfishing. You catfishing when you told me it was on the way, but you, you wasn't. Or they sleep with you and go back to their girlfriends. Like my homegirl Tasha on Insecure. You're a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga. So you catfishing. You catfishing when you told me that you wanted to be in a relationship knowing that you really didn't. Or that really you just wanted me to be option number three. Like niggas be catfishing all the time. You catfishing when you're not honest about your intentions or what your ex- expectations are. And being upfront about it and, and instead of taking it out on me later on down the line in a, pe- a passive aggressive way. Not, not all the time. speak a word. But you know what I'm saying. But you know what? This young man was hurt. I'm talking about the 20 year old from New York. And he really just didn't know how to unpack all this stuff that he was dealing with, and it manifested itself in a bad behavior. Mm-hmm. No different from what a lot of us do. Yeah. He just so happened to get caught and got cameras all around him. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us are hurt, and, are carrying that hurt. and we're carrying it, and we are mistreating people around us instead of dealing with our shit. You are reading a lot of the men that I deal with. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hanging up on Jose and all those niggas still. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thanks for having my back. Wow. Always. And you know I love you. I got your I, back. I'm so lame out here. Like, I don't love myself. I need to just get myself together. <laughs> you are like all mushy right now. Ooh, What's going goodness. on? Over I don't know. It's too much. So many feelings. <laughs> I feel oh like that girl God. from Mean Girls. I just have a lot of feelings. Oh my God. Do you even go here? <laughs> <laughs> Because I always fuck this part of the show. And on Facebook.com slash IMP Ryan. Yes. And you can find me, Eric, at E Dante Cole on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us both on Instagram and Twitter at Hungapod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And don't forget to email us if you have any questions, need advice, want to give advice, want to share your stories or experiences or other things and goodies. You can email us at Hungapod at gmail. Yes, bitch, you need to write that down. That's the script. (laughs) Yes. That was good, Eric. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And after this, we watching Black Love. Yes. And then we're going to pray for our Black Love and Jesus. And then we're going to pray. We're going to have to. Don't forget, be well, guys. Seek that relationship with Jesus if you want it. He's only waiting for you to open up your heart to him. And don't forget to self-care. Yeah. We love you guys. And don't go after Dick because you'll wind up with a broken toe. 
Don't go after dick because you'll end up, or you'll crash and total your car. All right, like Issa, me and Issa are the same person. Y'all did the same Except thing. I would never let that nigga speed in my eye. Always swallow, hashtag. <laughs> Say bye, Eric. Wait, I feel like I'm a toddler. Say bye, Eric. Say bye, Eric. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace out, y'all. See y'all next week. <laughs>